Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 133 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and this time around, I'm running solo today. And that's because Brandon's taken a couple of months off to work on things that he really needs to get working on, and we're going to hold down the fort for him until he gets back. I hope that's okay with you. And the funny thing is, this episode we're talking about, if you're too busy to listen to this episode, then you really need to listen to this episode. It's about being too busy. In fact, in the last episode, when we talked with Susie Rosenstein, uh, we talked about how we need to reduce the busyness in our lives. If that's you, if you feel like you're just overwhelmed, too busy, where do I have more time to do things? Well, maybe we need to think about it from a different perspective. So sit back and relax unless you're driving, then keep your head on a swivel and stay alert as we dive in together on this episode about reducing the busyness of our lives. So here we go. All right. Well, I didn't really go anywhere because I did the intro and I dove right in. So uh, you're probably rolling your eyes at me or maybe you're thinking, well, you know what? He got us. We actually thought we transitioned into a a conversation with Brandon, but no, we we transitioned into a conversation with you and I. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to share with you a story. This, This came from just a couple of weeks ago. I woke up in the morning, probably about eight o'clock, maybe seven o'clock on a Saturday morning. And we're supposed to go and and record with some folks. I'm going to be very vulnerable here. And I remember waking up and thinking to myself, you know what? I feel really overwhelmed right now. And my wife noticed there was something different about me because normally on a Saturday, I want to get up. I want to get moving. uh, I just want to be a busy body right away. And, And instead I just laid there staring up at the ceiling. So my wife asked me, Jerry, what's, what's going on? Uh, you don't seem eager to get up and go to that recording session like you usually do. And, and I noticed that I wasn't willing to jump up, get out of bed and go meet Brandon to go record. There was just something different. And, and I thought about it because my wife asked me, so what's going on? <laughs> That's usually what'll get me thinking about it. Right. Somebody asks me and I just realized, you know what? I feel overwhelmed. And that's exactly what it came out of my mouth when I responded to my wife's question. I feel overwhelmed. And she asked me, so what's going on? Why do you feel overwhelmed? Uh, and so we just, from that point, I mean, I went from feeling like I just didn't want to get up and face the day. I didn't want to get in my car and drive a few miles down the road to meet with Brandon to record with a couple of very good guests that we had lined up. I, and I just started looking at what was going on in my life. So I talked with her about how work was going. And that's what I'm going to share with you right now. I'm going to share with you uh, where I was at that moment where I felt overwhelmed, that there was just so much going on that I, I wanted to just curl up and stay in bed as opposed to get up and seize the day, which is what our show's about, right? You get up and go live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. And here I am faced with my very own rut. It, it blew my mind. So I'm, I'm talking with her about work. So 
if you've listened to the show, you know I've recently gotten a promotion to the position of manager. Now, my boss listens to this show, and my vice president listens to this show, so please don't panic. I have no inclination or uh, even hint of even thinking about uh, stepping down. I, I love the role. It's just I'm learning it, and that's that's the key thing there. I, w- I realized I'm learning a new role, and so with that comes a whirlwind of expectation, a whirlwind of having to learn things. The learning curve is sharp and you've got to get in there and learn it if you want to do well. And and so that, that was one thing that was mounted on me, but that wasn't the thing that made me feel overwhelmed. The, the travel for my work, the looking to hire some new staff, um, you know, working with the staff I, I inherited all, all one of her, uh, and while also meeting the needs of our customers within our own team, but also outside of our team. So that was just around the work environment. And my wife just said, you know what? I think you're just, you're trying to do too much. And of course, right away, I wanted to basically blow off everything my wife had just said, which was that one sentence. I think you're trying to take on too much. And, but that question or that statement, I should say, cause it wasn't a question really made me think about it. What is going on in my life right now that is making me feel overwhelmed? And I'll get back to the process that my wife took me through and I went through, really kind of took myself off of her questions to me, um, kind of took myself through a process. So I was able to get past that moment. It was a moment for me. And I came out of it with some clarity, got in my car, uh, drove over to uh, where Brandon and I record at his church. And it's about five minutes till. And I realized Brandon's not there. And so I text him and I ask, hey, Brandon, are we going to record in the next five minutes or what? And he replied back and said, I, I went ahead and I canceled the two sessions. And I thought, oh. That's, that's really weird. Is, is, are you okay? No kidding, guys. Brandon of the same morning, the same day went through the same exact experience that I did. Uh, now we both had two different responses to that stress for very good reasons too. So Brandon's not a bad person because he decided to cut things off and take things off the table that were different than what I think should have come off the table. Uh, we both kind of responded the same way. We just had different priorities and we talked it through and we realized, you know what? We do need to make uh, these adjustments for the next couple of years or not years, sorry, months, next couple of months, not years because we're both in this for the long run. So don't, don't panic guys. Sorry about that. Slip of the tongue. I'm not even going to edit it out because why not? I'm just going to leave it in there. Give you that moment, that, that emotional roller coaster. So we talked things out and uh, Brandon and I agreed that uh, he's, he's got to take a couple of months to uh, squirt some things away and, and very, very important that he does. So, uh, it, don't worry, guys. You're not going to read about him in in the tabloids. Uh, we're not that famous, but he also isn't going to be like he didn't do anything wrong. It's just where he is right now. Uh, he needs to focus on on the things that are most important, and that's what I want to talk with you about. You are probably feeling like you're overwhelmed. Things at work are just crazy. They're hectic. Uh, maybe your family life is hectic. You know, your kids are probably at that stage where they're just doing all kinds of activities. And you're wondering to yourself, when did I become a glorified, underappreciated chauffeur? You don't even get paid to take your kids around town. They, they probably don't even say thank you. Uh, however, 
that's what you're doing. You, you work all day, then you get home as fast as you can. You feed your kids as quickly as you can. You get them in the car and you drive them out to wherever they need to be. Or maybe you've done the opposite. You, you're so overwhelmed. You're so tired. You just check out while your spouse or your partner is doing all that stuff with the kids. And so now you've completely missed out on another thing that's most important to you. And that's the lives of your children. So that's what we're talking about. At some point in our culture in the United States of America, we became proud of being too busy. We wear it like a badge of honor. Yet if you ask everybody, why are they burned out? Why are they overwhelmed? Why are they checking out of their families, doing poorly at work, doing poorly with their health? And it's because they're too busy. They don't have the margin in their lives. They don't have the time to do what they really care about, what they really want to pursue. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. So we really got to take a look at what's going on. And what I want to do for the next few minutes is share with you what I went through that morning, uh, laying in bed with my wife, just asking the prompting question. So maybe we probably should hire my wife as a coach here because it really helped out guys. It, 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 it surprised and not surprised me, but uh, it just reminded me and it made me appreciate my wife even more. So she asked me, well, she first said what I told you earlier that she felt like I had too much on my plate. And she's feeling it too, because when I have too much on my plate, guess who I'm not spending more time with? Yeah, my spouse, my kids. And it, it looks like I, I am so eager to say yes to people, to please people, that I wind up taking time away from my own family. And that was part of where I had come. So I, we know that work is busy, that I got a new job. It required me to do more travel. And we understood that. The, the cool thing was when we looked at my work, is that something I need to step back from? The answer was no, because we also knew that with the busyness that I was going through right then and there for work, it was a season and that it was going to pass that pretty soon in the next couple of months, I was going to get in the groove of the work I have and I was going to be able to create systems in place to make it work. So that, that wasn't an issue uh, where we really started to see uh, the need for some consideration was around my spiritual life. Uh, one of the things that's most important for me is to be able to pray every morning, read my Bible. Yet when you look at my tracking calendar for the past three or four months, there were very few check marks. So very little progress there. However, I'm serving in my church in two different ministries. Uh, I'm, I'm writing small group curriculum. That's one ministry. And then I'm serving coffee. That's the other ministry, hospitality. And then if it wasn't church, I was looking at uh, serving at an uh, in a ministry outside of my church. So there's a, a group called Walk to Emmaus, and I, I'm committing one weekend a month uh, until the actual event, which is four days long. 
And so I was overwhelmed with that too, that I've got this meeting, I've got to write a talk. I, I, I got to go to church so I can make coffee on time because if people don't get their coffee in church, you, you really got to pray for them. And <laughs> so then there was also, I need to pay attention to the sermon because I need to convert that into a small group uh, curriculum. So those were one, like three areas of my life right there that were taking up a lot of time. You, you could say in a noble fashion that I'm doing God's work, yet it was coming at a cost. It was taking me away from two of the three ministries were taking me away from my family. Uh, so that was time I needed to spend to think about uh, writing or I had to think about uh, serving other men as opposed to serving my family. Whereas with hospitality, I'm serving with my wife. My Our kids actually serve with us and help us set up coffee before they go off to their ministries uh, working with children. Uh, so we looked at the ministries, you know, do I cut back on one of those? And uh, so we actually looked at it. If it came down to it, the, the one I loved doing the most was writing curriculum and that we were building some momentum there. Uh, whereas serving coffee, that's something anybody with a cheerful spirit can do. And so are there things that we can step back from? Uh, because even though I said earlier, my wife and I, we serve together in hospitality. The truth is during dance season, it's mostly me because Liv is with Emma at the ballet studio. And so that's about a good half the year. It doesn't seem like it, but it, it really is. It's so people at church can actually tell when dance season's happening because it's just myself serving the coffee. And so uh, we, we considered if it came down to it, we could step back from hospitality. So that was, that was on the table, something we could remove hospitality ministry. But the other thing was the, the walk to Emmaus. And we gave that some consideration. Uh, did I really enjoy it? Was I doing it just because I, I liked the, the feeling of importance. And I think the deeper I dig down, the more I do, I realized I'm doing that because it makes me feel important. And if that's the case, then I need to step back. Now I'm committed for this upcoming season. We're like three weeks out from the, from the session. So I need I need to commit and fulfill my commitment there. However, I did tell Liv uh, that that'll end. So that's another season that comes to an end. And then I could just simply take a year off regroup, refocus, that kind of thing. Um, but then I looked at other things. What am I doing in the evenings with my time? You know, I say I want to be a writer. I want to be a public speaker. I want to keep doing this podcast. Uh, and yet I feel like I don't have time for that. Well, what am I doing at night? I am binge watching The Man in the High Castle. And before that, I was binge watching The Expanse. And before that, I was binge watching a Chinese show called Tencent Mystic. And you're thinking, what? Exactly. That's exactly what my family thought. What the heck? You don't even speak Mandarin, dad. Why are you watching this show? And I'm like, I just think it's cool. Like the Chinese language sounds cool. And you know, one season, 24 episodes later, I'm thinking, what have I done with my life? So things I could cut out of my schedule, uh, binge watching TV for one. That's that's a huge one. Now, I do need to relax. I do need to unwind. It's okay occasionally to watch TV. and uh, But when it's taking up four hours a night, that is valuable time that I am just burning up. So that was something my wife and I identified. Uh, binge watching TV. Maybe I, maybe I scale that back. Instead of four hours, let's do two. Uh, and then eventually one. And before you know it, I don't even want to watch TV. I, I'm sorry, Netflix. I'm sorry, Amazon Prime. That may come. 
we don't know. Uh, but you both are on my phone, so <laughs> um, ah, you guys are you both you're my precious my precious okay so where was i uh so binge watching television that is something i do need to scale back on and something i'm aware of and i just need to do it uh the other thing was you know this extra ministry the the walk to emmaus that you know i definitely need to step back as soon as this season is done which is in three weeks uh two by the time you hear this episode i just don't say yes when they ask me for next year Tell them up front, I need to take the year off. I'd gladly sponsor somebody, uh, pay their way through even. Uh, but I personally need to take uh, the time off for a year and then I'll come right back and then take a year off. And that, that is the way they intended it too, by the way, that you serve for a year, you take a year off. You come back for a year, take a year off. Yet for some reason, I like the rest of the people on that team locally feel like if we don't volunteer, the whole thing falls apart. It's not going to fall apart. Different people are going to step up. And if we truly believe in a God who's abundant, he's going to call some other people to come forward and do their part for a season. So it's totally okay. Step back. It's cool. Uh, you know, work again, it's a season. The, the busyness, the craziness as I get into that groove of that new role, that is going to be smoother for me. And I'm going to have my boundaries re- reset and I'm going to have some guardrails. Speaking of guardrails, I have those. So when it comes to work, yeah, there are a couple of occasions initially when I was like sending an email off at like 9 p.m. Uh, sorry, guys, if, if you work with me and you got one of those emails, I apologize. I never expected you to email me back. Um, but that's one of those things. The guardrail is no emails past six o'clock at night and, and no emails before 7 a.m. So that... I am forcing myself to have that work-life balance, and I'm also sending the message to my team. I'm not expecting them to throw work-life balance out the window. They need to be with their families when they're not in the office, and when they're in the office, they need to get their stuff done so they can leave early and be with their families. That's that's my opinion. That's my leadership focus, my philosophy, and and I'm sticking to it. Uh, so I'm not so worried about that. Um, but guardrails, you know, what are the things I will do? What are the things I won't do? And one of those guardrails is I won't spend four hours binge watching anymore. And, uh, I guess I need to cut it down to three hours because I'm being a smart aleck and I've been binge watching for two and a half to three hours. Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> you guys are, yeah, you're on your eyes too, aren't you? Uh, so what I want you to do, what, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you feel like life is just pressing down on you and you don't know what to do and you just want to throw in the towel and quit everything, before you do that, just carve out some time right now. As soon as this episode is over, carve out some time, grab a sheet of paper, hold all your calls, don't answer your email during this time, just turn off your phone and yeah, lock yourself in a room if you've got to. If you're at the office already, yeah, turn off the email. T- close the email application. I bet you didn't know it does that. You don't have to just like turn off, off the email because you're shutting down the computer. You can actually turn Microsoft Outlook off, like close it. Push that little X at the top right corner of the window. Do that. So once you've turned off your phone, reduce the ringer on your office phone so that doesn't ring. Close the door to your office if you've got an office. If you're in a cubicle, I don't know, go to the bathroom. Pretend you got to take a dump. 
do it. Uh, it's, it's for it's for you. It's for a good cause. It's for your health. Um, because I'll, I'll tell you what, most Americans average, uh, the average American is 20 pounds overweight and $10,000 in debt, slightly de- dis- depressed and dislikes his or her job and has maybe one close friend. Is that the life you want? Do you want average or do you want above average? So if you want above average, then you got to do this because this is what I did a few weeks ago and I've just been building on it, building on it. And, and I love it. So list all the things that are going on in your life right now, things that are taking time from you. So start with your faith. And when I say faith, I don't mean prayer and Bible. Uh, study if if that's what you do, and maybe you, you aren't a Christian, maybe you're not religious at all, so maybe it's some kind of meditation. That that's good stuff. That's good for you. It's good for your soul. It's good for your spirit. Do that. What I'm talking about though is, are you spread thin on serving? So from a Christian perspective, are you spread thin by ministry? What are all the ministries or all the works of service you are doing right now? List those. Then look at your finances. What are you spending your money on? What kind of debt do you have? Because I'll tell you, a source of feeling overwhelmed is if you have debt. And that's one of the things that I'll talk about in one of our upcoming episodes is we went from zero credit card balance and over three and a half years time, I am battling and hovering at $5,300 on my credit card as a balance. And I didn't spend any of that. So my wife and I are working together to pay that off, to eradicate that consumer debt. But while we have that consumer debt, I feel like there's an elephant standing on my head while I'm trying to stand up. So look at your finances. Where do you have debt? Just list it. Then look at your fitness. Are you feeling as healthy as you want to? And if not, what would you like to be doing? Okay, so even though I, I'm talking about things that you have on your plate, that one might be different. That one might be things that are missing. What is missing from your life that would make you feel fit? Then look at your family life. Uh, look at all the, and then just list a bunch of other stuff. You know, if, if this is too structured, just list all the stuff you're doing. What do you do on a typical Monday? What do you do on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and those other two days, Saturday and Sunday? Just list the things you're doing from sunup till sundown. Now, once you've done that, ask yourself, what's the most important thing for me? What is going to make my life better, deeper, richer? And when I say richer, I don't mean monetarily. I mean a richer experience. So that when you do pass away, you're going to be satisfied that you lived a full life. So when you think about those things, go through the list of all the stuff you're doing and start crossing off the things that do not contribute to the life you really want. That's the easy part. Once you've done that, you may need to go and talk with some people to tell them, you can't be a part of whatever this activity is. And that could be, I need to take years off. It could be, I need to take a couple of months off. It could be, I can't do this anymore because this is holding me back from pursuing the life I've always wanted to live. Now, don't have that conversation with your spouse because 
my hope is that you're in it with your partner for the long run till death do you part. So live up to that vow. Don't say, well, you know, the life I really wants to live with a 20 year old secretary. No, no, that's, I will, I'll hit you with my microphone if that's what you're thinking. Uh, anyway, look at that list, create the list, look at the list and start crossing off the things that do not help you achieve the life you've always wanted to live. And then start cutting those ties, cut back, prune. Some of the pruning is going to be permanent. Some of the pruning is going to be temporary, but if you just simply cut back, cut back on the activities, cut back on the spending, cut back on the binging of television, you're going to find yourself with time to think, to reflect, to appreciate, and just simply be with those you love the most. You're going to find so much margin. It's crazy. Now, that's all I've got for this episode. If you like what you heard, check out some additional resources I'm going to put in the show notes. You just simply go to beyondtherut.com slash 133. I've got a bunch of articles from a variety of sources that you'll love. So uh, take a look at that. If you want to send Brandon a word of encouragement, send him an email at info at beyondtherut.com and just tell him, hey, you're thinking about him, you're praying for him, and you wish to hear him back on the show as soon as possible. And that's about it. The best way you can support us still is to share us with a friend, a family member, family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. And uh, until we touch base again next week, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.